hello, brides and grooms, and welcome to the Wedding You Podcast. This is the podcast for couples who want to get engaged in their wedding. My name's Dave. And I'm Amaris. And welcome to our show. Well, we have got an interesting topic here today. Uh, Amaris, did you know that, uh, well, we've been talking uh, and, and, you know, people still got the royal wedding on their brain. Yes, they do. I know, I know it's been a couple of weeks, but um, uh, I, I had heard something that a news reporter said, and I thought it was really interesting. Uh, yeah. Back in 2011, when uh, Prince William and Kate Middleton got married, the Queen had issued a 22-page booklet on wedding etiquette, specifically That's, for the royal family. That is crazy. And and we mentioned on the last podcast that we did how mm-hmm. interesting it would be to talk about wedding etiquette. Yes. And I thought this was just such a fantastic topic. Um, it's uh, it's something that a lot of people are always asking me about. You know, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you do in this situation? What do you do here? Um, what's the rule? <laughs> you know. Yeah. What's and, the rule? Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I thought we just we'd, we'd take a uh, take a little bit of time all and right. uh, try to tell people all about. Wedding etiquette. So, Let's do this. Um, now, the, the first question that comes to mind whenever I hear wedding etiquette or whenever um, people are making a distinction, there is a difference between etiquette and tradition. What would you say yes. the, the major difference between those two are? Okay, well, traditions are things that have been part of weddings for a long time, but don't necessarily have like a distinct place or fit for your wedding. That's and, good. Okay. And um, etiquette. Those are social graces that relate to like all situations, not just weddings. And where tradition is optional, etiquette is not. Very optional. much so. Yes. Etiquette is not. And, and uh, well, at least it should. It be. shouldn't. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Some people decide to make it optional, <laughs> um, but it, it really is. Yeah, exactly. When, when you think of, uh, of a wedding and I hear brides and grooms say to me all the time, oh, we're not going to do a lot of the traditional stuff. We're not going to have a cake cutting. We're not going to have a money dance. We're not going to have a bouquet toss. That's fine. Right. Um, but when it comes to, you know, things like uh, do we send out paper wedding invitations? <laughs> that's not tradition. That's etiquette. Yeah, that's and, etiquette. and so um, – I, I personally like to say uh, to my brides and grooms, I always say, look, there are no rules, but there there is etiquette. Yes, and, always. And and so, yeah. So let's kind of let's kind of dive into uh, etiquette. Okay. So. so we can break this down into four sections. Okay. We're going to do the engagement. All right. The wedding planning. Yeah. The wedding itself. Definitely. And then after the wedding. Because okay. there is stuff after the wedding. There is. Believe it or not, there's still etiquette. It still goes on. You can't get away from it. Um, not only is there etiquette for brides and grooms, but get this, there's etiquette for the guests as well. Yes. And so it's mostly brides and grooms who are going to be listening to our podcast, not the wedding guests so much, but it is interesting. And brides and grooms, one thing that going through a wedding is going to do, it's definitely going to make you a better wedding guest. Yes. Yes, and it so, will. Uh, so, and it also seems to, you know, when it rains, it pours birds of a feather all those cliches yep. is brides and grooms tend to go to a lot of weddings while they're planning while theirs. they're planning theirs. so but also you might get some questions asked to you so well let's uh let's dive in um starting off as you said right. the first section would be the engagement so what's our first our first rule of etiquette about the engagement well i know that you're going to be really really excited when you get engaged but the first thing you need to do is to call your parents or your close family and friends before you post anything on social media. Oh, that would be a shame. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's face it. Our parents, uh, you know, immediate family, they might not be up to the minute, up to the second checking their social media status and their right. Facebook updates and Instagram and all that. And I know, ladies, you want to put the ring uh, up there yeah. and, and show and, and do that cute announcement. But, uh, you know, yeah, that's very true. And this, I mean, yeah. this, this is brides, grooms. This is everybody yeah you know just yeah call call the folks uh, any pretty much any friends and family 
that you want to tell before you, you make the big announcement, because that mm-hmm. is kind of like now you're telling everybody, and there's some people that are going to get a little upset that you right. didn't include them in that initial. Uh, Your mom hears call. it from her friend. Yeah. Oh, did you hear? Yes. <laughs> you know? Congratulations. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Congratulations for what? Yeah. And and that kind of also uh, goes along, since we're talking about social media, uh, mm-hmm. when is it proper to change your uh, your Facebook status to engage or even going farther. I know we're talking about the engagement right now, but mm-hmm. at the wedding, when do you change your last name? And, uh, as, as, and, and by the way, everybody, we're not just making these up. We're not no. just talking about stuff. <laughs> oh, I think it should be this way. We've done our research and this is coming from uh, professional wedding etiquette sites, uh, like Miss Manners and, um, it comes from the not.com. We've done a lot of research about this. So this is pretty much the general consensus, what's out there and what they say is as far as changing your relationship status, it should be done whenever you feel like it. There isn't really a rule in terms of you right. must do it within six months or six days or whatever. It's just like, Hey, look, we're engaged. We, we held onto it for long enough. Let's change our status. Yeah. Um, I was at a wedding one time where it was, it was a very, very techie kind of nerdy couple. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, Some of the best kind. it was oh. great after, <laughs> afterwards, um, they, they did their cocktail hour and they brought in a big TV and they hooked up the internet and, and they both got on Facebook and they had a changing of their names uh, and and, mar- and marital status ceremony. I <laughs> think did. that's really cool. It was really neat. It was something I'd never seen before. But yeah, there you I've go. never seen that, but that is really awesome. Yeah. So. I like it. Speaking of social media and engagement photos and changing your status and all of that, another thing you're going to want to do obviously, ladies, is show off your ring. Maybe not all of you, but I know that's one of the first things when I know someone's engaged. Let me see see a ring. ring. (laughs) Let me see a ring. And it is totally fine to post a photo of your ring. You can show it off. You usually get your nails done and get so excited. (laughs) But just don't talk about, like, details of it, like the price, how many carrots it is, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's where where it goes from, you know, hey... We did something major to now you're just bragging. Yeah, you know? now you're just bragging. <laughs> so uncool, <laughs> uncool. We All can right. see how big it is in the photo. It's funny how how it seems like everything that happens before the wedding really has most to do with social media. Yeah. <laughs> um. And and this one this one is is for the guests. Uh, our last topic in the engagement section uh, for the guests is is hold off your public congratulations until official announcements are made. Now, this yeah. goes back to when you make those calls to right. parents and immediate fa- family. That is probably going to include a lot of your friends, your best right. friend, you know, who you're going to have your maid of honor, your best man, all that kind of stuff. So if you are told about an engagement ahead of time, don't post congratulations on their on their Facebook wall right. or don't, you know, put right. up a, a, a picture of, of, of a church on their on their Instagram yes. feed or something. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. All right. So let's let's dive into the next section, which is the wedding planning. I think this okay. is probably the biggest section. Yeah. When it comes to all the etiquette. Yes, it is. Well, the first thing is when any type of social media updates and because you're going to do a lot of them. <laughs> do a lot. Yeah. You're going to want to keep everything positive. That's a fantastic idea. If you have a problem with a vendor or even your <laughs> family <soon-to-be> members, spouse <laughs> oh, or your worse. family member, you don't want to post any 
nasty stuff. People are going to read it. Keep yeah. it all positive. That, that's that, that. I mean, that that's a great idea for life in general. But some people, yeah. you know, hey, this is where they go to complain, yeah. and that's fine. But honestly, when it comes to your wedding planning, you don't want to make people scared to come to your wedding. If they, right. they get an invite, and right. they're like, oh, I don't want to go to this. She's done nothing but complain. <laughs> yeah, she's done nothing but complain this whole <laughs> yeah, time. I could see that. Um, one of the one of the big things I, I teased it at the beginning: uh, paper wedding invitations. Mm. This is this is one of those things. Paper wedding invitations are still a thing. Yes, they it are. It's still, still a etiquette thing. that you that you send out paper wedding invitations. I mm-hmm. know it's easy. You can just set up an evite. You can just, you know, call everybody or right. whatever it is. But this is a wedding. And it's if no, I mean no. you don't have to spend a lot of money on wedding invitations. You can make them simple. You can make them straightforward, but they should be mailed out and people will appreciate getting something in the mail. Yes, definitely. But it lets e- them know they're officially invited. Exactly. But email and Facebook invites are okay for other parties, like an engagement party, a bachelorette. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, yeah, bachelorette party, bachelor party, things yeah, like that. Yeah, bridal showers. Mm-hmm, bridal sh- yeah, yeah evites, evites uh, Facebook invitations, uh, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. That's that's totally fine. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, and then speaking of the invitation, uh, there is always this this comment, and I've I've had comments with friends and uh, <laughs> conversations with friends about this. It is it is the plus one. Yeah, this is probably one of the biggest the things next to one. yeah next to the invitation itself is is how do I who do I say it's okay to to bring a plus one and. Instead of just being blanketed in general and saying, look, you should always account for a plus one. Right. My wife and I, when we were when we got engaged, we purposefully picked a venue that could only hold 120 guests. And even though we had about 200 plus that we wanted to invite, we wanted to keep our cost reasonable. Right. But at the same time, we didn't just want to have this giant wedding with all these people that we didn't know. We wanted to make sure that people there. But at the same time, with 120 seats available we wanted to fill that room up. We didn't right. want any space going away. So we kind of had like an A list, a B list, a C list. Smart. And Smart. it was, it, it really worked for us. But in doing that, we had to be really careful because we had to know who do we allow to bring a plus one mm-hmm. and who do we not. And we were very making, making sure when we got that RSVP and did they bring a plus one? So that means we can invite one more person. Right. Um, general rule of, well, the etiquette, I, I, I keep using rule of thumb. The, the proper etiquette goes to this. Um, Expect it, it is expected that a couple in a relationship or those who are living together mm-hmm. should be allowed a plus one. So if right. you're, you know, your, your friend is living with their boyfriend or girlfriend, they should be allowed to bring a plus one. Right. Friends who are in casual relationships, who are just dating, it is optional or to not give them. dating at all or not dating <laughs> at all. <laughs> you know, uh, it, 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 it's, it's optional. Uh, to allow them to bring a plus one. That's up to you. That's up to how you decide to spend their money and, of mm-hmm. course, your relationship with them. But right. if they're living with somebody, definitely in, invite that person, even if you don't know that person. Because right. that just, as, as I said, you know, uh, social anxiety, it's a real thing. It is. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. Can I say something about that, uh, too? Is of course. As the person sending the invitation, inviting your guest, you should always try and get the plus one's name. Oh, instead for, of just saying yes, plus one. Definitely. Yeah. Be, yeah. It's nice no one wants it. to be called a plus one, even <laughs> right. though that's what we've just talked about for the last In five. those committed relationships. Yes. You, you know. definitely want to invite the person by name because yes. that just, you know, it just allows, make, make sure they know who's, who's coming and then it makes them feel like they're not yeah. just a plus one. Right. Yeah. That they are a special guest as well. And speaking of invitations, there's another thing that I want to bring up and that is, having an adults only 
Oh yeah. Reception. Yeah. How do you how do you politely say no kids? <laughs> no kids involved. Well, I have several things. The first thing is when you usually are going to send out a save the date. Uh-huh. And then the save the date, you can mention it in there. You never want to put it on your invitation actual invitation. Itself. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that. and, and that's for a couple of reasons. Number, number one. And, and by the way, uh, the term adults only is, is the preferred term yes. when it, when it comes to that. But you were saying, uh, save the dates. Yeah. So you can send it out on a save the date and that's, that's just fine. When you send the paper invitation, mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. add that. But a thing that I, I, I have told, uh, my brides and grooms is it's nice to make a phone call when you're sent, you know, when you know you're going to be sending out these invitations and letting people know because the ones that have the ones that have children that it is an adult only, you know, an adult only reception and they're going to be receiving this invitation. And if you're willing to invite them to your wedding, that means that they're someone that's pretty close and important with you. You should be willing to be able to have that conversation and, you know, let them know that this is for you and your spouse or your partner or whoever that, or your plus one, however you want to say it. Um, it's <laughs> just for the again. two of you, not your child. Yeah. No children involved in this wedding or reception. Well, you know, if you're sending out a save the date and on the save the date, it does say adults only. And then you follow that up with a phone call or you tell them that ahead of time, mm-hmm. they're going to get the message. Um, the reason that you send it out in the save the date as opposed to the invitations, the save the dates are usually going out far in advance. Right. It gives and people that, months yeah. To prepare for this. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. it can it, if they have to find you know a, a babysitter or leave if they're especially if they're going out of town, mm-hmm. if they have to you know leave their kids with with a with a parent, um, you know some don't have that option, right. and so at this point they can make their decision whether or not it's it's going to be appropriate for them to attend the wedding or not. Right. Another place that you can put it is if you do have your wedding website, mm-hmm. then you can post it. Real big on there, and that's okay to do that. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. for sure. And and yeah, I mean, you you definitely there's a lot of things to keep in mind uh, when when it comes to adult only receptions is because you know where do you draw the line in terms of exceptions? Mm-hmm. Um, I had read that the line is drawn um, for your uh, flower girls and ring bearers, mm-hmm. but at that point there should be no exceptions. But that's maybe not necessarily. A hundred percent, because what about nursing mothers? Yes. Um, what about, you know, like I said, the out-of-town guests who are traveling with their well, uh, with their infant. You know? Right, or, or the out-of-town guests that's traveling with their small children. They mm-hmm. may have small children. A nice option, if you want to do, is to, it's to find, you can let them know, even on your website, like different options that they can have with like child care, or you may want to get a special room mm-hmm. for these out-of-town guests that are bringing their children and yep. traveling such a long way, don't know local people in the area to be able to watch their children. So you get a sitter and you have a wonderful room full of fun things and fun food. like And fun people to watch yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then they're all projected. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, when, when my wife and I got married, we had an adults-only uh, reception. Our, our youngest uh, uh, flower girl, I think she was... 
I think she was seven, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it's like, it was, it was mostly, and, and again, we made the exception flower girl and we had a, we had a, a, a we ended up promoting him to a, I think we called him a junior groomsman, uh, you know, or, or, or a groomsman in, in training. He <laughs> was, uh, he was about nine Aww. or so, but there was one exception that we did make. And that was, uh, one of our bridesmaid was, was nursing a child at that moment. So mm-hmm. she brought her baby and you know, her husband took care of it most of the night so she could be involved, but she had to step out every few minutes and that, but that was it for the most part we said, no, you know what we just want it to be adults only mm-hmm. and that was it so and can i make there you a, go. can i say something about this though <laughs> why would you even ask it's your <laughs> podcast too so and when we say that it's okay to draw the line places i i have also been told that it's okay to draw the line at immediate family cuz immediate mm-hmm. family's children cuz mostly they're going to be the ones that are your flower girls your Yes. Ring bearers. Yeah, it generally is. Like that, so. and, and some people, yeah, some people come from a really large family. So you really have to decide if the adults only thing is the is the right thing for you. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, believe me, in all the weddings I've done, I've seen it, I've seen it both ways. I've seen the ones, oh, we're gonna have lots of kids, others, oh, there's gonna be a few, others, nope, adults only. Right. No exceptions. So that's up to you. But really where the etiquette comes in, because everything else really is just suggestions, where the right. etiquette comes in is the phrasing of adults only and put it on the save the date card. Yes. I think that's what we can both agree on. Yes. <laughs> For, well, I agree with everything you said, but <laughs> it's just not everyone does. <laughs> so, And then speaking of, of that invitation, the last thing about the invitation that the bride and groom need to keep in mind is that you want to give at least 15 days between when the invitation is sent and the RSVP is due. And uh, I'm not even going to get into, well, we will get into it, I guess, is, 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 you know, the guest responsibility when it comes to being invited in that RSVP. But you don't want to send out the wedding invitation and just say, hey, we need to know your answer tomorrow. Right. You know, yeah. Definitely Got to give them a couple weeks, 15 days. Give them some time. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's fine. You can give them more if you want, but yeah. then they start forgetting. About that's true. It. And then you're calling them like, "Hey, I haven't heard from you yet." Yeah. Speaking of guests, what about questions? I any questions that a guest may have, they need to ask privately. Don't post things <laughs> again on social media. You know, like, why can't I bring my kids? Yeah, and send out like a group that. text. Where you're, you're throwing them under the bus. <laughs> exactly. Yes, questions should be asked privately. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and another one for guests, uh, going back to the topic I was talking about, follow the instructions on the RSVP yeah. to the letter. You, you really need to read that thing because so many people yeah. will just grab it, check off the box, and then send it in the mail. And then you're like... Here, wait, here's the bride and groom. Happening? Like, did they want the chicken or the beef? Right. Or did they want vegetable? Well, wait, I think so and so. Are they bringing their wife? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? uh, what's going on? There's a lot of questions. Even I, I've even seen things as, as a DJ. People are asking for, you know, please write down your favorite song or a song right. you'd like to, to request. And if there might be special requests like that or something that they're doing for a particular part of their ceremony that they want their guests buy in. Right. And so just make sure you read those RSVP cards and follow them. Please. Explicitly. Please. <laughs> okay. So um, so uh, once you get the RSVP, now now mm-hmm. what about, here's another big one. What mm-hmm. about wedding gifts? Okay. For, well, for the guests themselves. They're, this is a big one. Yeah. Well, wedding gifts, if you're invited to wedding, your etiquette tells us to bring a gift. A gift correct? Or, yeah. or, or, or a card. Or, yeah, something. yeah, something. You want to give them uh, something for their wedding, but you don't have to do that like for engagement parties or bachelorette parties or you know any showers and things you don't right. you don't have to bring a gift yeah because people things. would feel like oh my gosh i'm invited to 12 different things exactly. and i need a gift for every single one yeah yeah no the wedding itself is 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 the most important and and there's something also is that 
again, following the instructions in the RSVP. Well, actually, the RSVP, sorry, that's not where the gift registry would be. That would be on their website. Yeah, on their website. Or calling their parents because they might ask. They might say no gifts. Yeah. Or they might say, hey, instead of a gift, can you make a charitable donation? Right. Or, you know, we, we didn't register. We signed up for a, uh, a honeymoon fund. Right. And so those are all kinds of things. Yes, because you okay. don't, on a wedding invitation, you don't want to put where yeah, they're registered. That's, yeah. yeah. I, you know what? We really should have talked about that. Yeah. Is, yeah, on the invitation itself, etiquette would dictate that you do not put your registry right. information on your card. There we go. We yes. Sorry, we had to backtrack on that That's one. But, right. but it, it had hey, to do with this topic. We got it out. Yeah. Now they know. But you're saying basically if they go to an engagement party or anything mm-hmm. like that, you can bring a small yeah, token. Yeah, you can bring small tokens. You know, a nice bottle of wine, things like go. that. That's, That's good. Fine, but... Something to eat or drink. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, how about the wedding itself? It, it's funny. There's not a whole lot... Um, when it comes to the wedding itself, when the wedding happens, it's actually going to be mostly traditions, whether you're following them right. or whether you're not following them. Right. So the actual etiquette of weddings, uh, th- this is one that I've, I've just found. Um, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I brought this one to the table myself because I, I didn't really find this written down anywhere. But when it comes to etiquette, because this is kind of old school, it is, it is find some way to thank your guests mm-hmm. and make them feel appreciated for coming. Yes. Bottom line, brides, grooms, we know the day is all about you, but your guests did travel. They came in. They took time off of work. They right. took time out of their own schedule. They brought gifts. They did all this stuff so that they could spend the day and say that they love you. Mm-hmm. Find a way to thank them. Now, it doesn't have to be a speech. Because I have brides and grooms who do not want to make speeches. Right. They're like, no, keep that microphone away from me. Um, I have others that they really don't want to go through going around and visiting all their tables. Mm-hmm. They're all optional. But these are different ways that you can make your guests feel appreciated. The thank you speech is one, visiting the table. You can go all the way back to the uh, <laughs> the old school, which is a receiving line. Receiving line. line. And, you know, but... <laughs> Bottom line is, yeah, you, you want to say, hey, we do appreciate you coming before you even get to the thank you notes, which we'll get to in a minute. But right. that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of a big deal. You can give them some treats to go home with, too. That's always nice. Well, you know, <laughs> that is true. That is one way of saying thank you. And, you know, I, I have actually seen the little uh, giveaways mm-hmm. that the bride and groom give where they might say there will be a thank you note on that little giveaway. And right. that's, that's kind of nice, too. Yeah, and and a fun thing to give away. Can we talk about that for yeah, a moment? Yeah, is at the end of the night instead of giving away, you don't want to have a bunch of shot glasses left over with your <laughs> a couple's names on it, or you know, box. Always nice to give like a, a food item or even a beverage item. I, I I've seen something, a lot of people something give edible a special, or... you know, special things like that. Something that's that the the two of the you know the couple loves and yeah. they want to share with people whether I, it's a mixed drink type of uh-huh. to add into their yeah i've seen a lot of uh, especially the edible one and that's that that's really trendy right now mm-hmm. um i did a wedding not too long in fact i just found the jar it's in my it's in my cupboard um they gave away honey it was it, it was it was honey that I don't know I don't don't think they raised bees but it had something to do with they actually like got this honey it's a special honey that they love or something yeah. they gave that away I've seen uh, just did a wedding a, a couple months ago uh, where they had fire pits so they gave away s'more kits oh how cute so they can make you know I like that <laughs> they yeah can, they can make things s'mores. like that are really yeah those are fun 
you know. And and they're there, gonna and appreciate those. And boy, if you just go on Pinterest, you can find a million and one ways to thank people with food. Yes. And you know, how do you write a little quick little poem saying thank you for being a part? You were you're so sweet, anything like that. Yeah. It all works out. Or hey, you give them a bottle of liquor and say, raise a glass to <laughs> yeah, us. Raise your glass. That works too. All right. Well, uh, it's funny. The guests have uh, more um you know, more, more pieces of etiquette than, than the bride and groom themselves when it comes to the wedding day. Uh, and, and, and these next two, it's just kind of really common sense. Uh, the, the first one is a phrase that people don't hear very often, but that is unplugged wedding. And for guests, it's really important that if you hear that phrase, if the DJ or the officiant makes a comment, or even the photographer, I've seen photographers mm-hmm. get up and mention it, uh, bef- it's usually during <laughs> the wedding itself, the wedding ceremony, they yeah. say this is going to be an unplugged ceremony. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I love to say is the bride and groom would rather see your faces instead of your phones. Because let's face nice. it, at a wedding, everybody's got their phone up, they're recording, they're, mm-hmm. they're, everybody's an amateur videographer at that right. point, and they're uploading photos instantly you know, yeah. uh, to Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. If Which they is say, a no-no. Yeah, if they say unplug, that means they've got the photography covered and they would rather just right. have your attention than, than, than see you recording. Yeah, and speaking of the photographer, the photographer really appreciates your phones being out of their way because the worst <laughs> thing that can possibly happen at the moment for a photographer is they're getting they think they're gonna get the perfect shot and then yep. here comes Aunt Sue's phone <laughs> right in the middle right of it and of they the miss the kiss. Or, I, I so, I'm friends with so many photographers and I've had them show me what well, hey look at this wedding I did last <laughs> night and they show me this picture of, of of the bride and groom like you can tell that they're kissing but you can't see it because there's somebody iPad in the yeah, way. Right in the know? way. And yeah cause, just because because they stepped out into the aisle to get that perfect shot. Yeah so yeah. guests need to stay clear of the or steer clear of the photographer. Give him some yeah. Or her some space. Like I would say I would say a good rule on that one is is even if it's not an unplugged wedding, if they're totally mm-hmm. okay with it, is stay out of the aisle. Oh yes, definitely. That's stay generally out of the aisle. where the photographer, or at least one of the photographers, is going to be yes. is in the aisle, is getting that perfect shot when they kiss. That's something that I learned uh, as a wedding officiant. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you are the two a jack yeah, of all trades. Yeah, the two most important uh, steps that a wedding officiant can take are the two steps to the right or the left. As soon as you say you may kiss, kiss the bride, the <laughs> you want to get out of the way so that you're not in the shot <laughs> looking over them as they're kissing for the rest of their lives they have awkward, that hanging up in their awkward head. photo right <laughs> so yeah it's, it, it's, it's even it's even for you you know rabbi or you know father <laughs> so oh that's that's great dude. all right now when it comes to the wedding the, the wedding is over everything's done people have gone home people have sobered yes. up <laughs> they've paid off their uber rides um after the wedding there is one piece of etiquette that's really important and this of course is for the brides and grooms and that is thank you notes yes uh you're going to be given all the gifts by this point you're going to open them you're going to know who uh you know sent you what the cards whatever it is but a handwritten thank you note that is old school it's just class i mean it just goes beyond etiquette it's It's just just class class. (laughs) but there is the question and this Mm -hmm. is something that hey that's a great question to ask Mm -hmm. how long after the wedding uh should if how how long can you go before a, a thank you note is? And a long time ago, or actually a misconception is you have a year after the wedding. Right. No, you have three months. Right. Three months <laughs> is, is socially acceptable. If you go six months and you haven't sent a thank you, uh, you can start offending people yeah, at that exactly. point. You know, after a year, they are allowed to unfriend you. <laughs> but uh, three months is is pretty much the cutoff that you have. So we have uh, we we've made no no I I use the term bride and groom uh, generally 
obviously, uh, you know, we talk to all couples out there, right. uh, LGBTQ. Um, yes. it, it doesn't matter. These are etiquettes that, that are pieces of etiquette that have to do no matter, no matter what your orientation is and right. no matter, no matter what your situation is. And right. there's, there's a whole lot, there's ones I don't even know of yet. Right. Um, but bottom line is there's, you know, etiquette, it's a wedding, there's right. etiquette. Right. But with the LGBTQ uh, community, there are a couple of things that have popped up because they specifically have to do with with, with that community. So right. I, I know you were doing a little bit of research into this. What have you found? Yes. So not all women want to be called brides. Okay. Not all men want to be called grooms. <laughs> and so you kind not of... Not everyone wants to play the pronoun game. Okay. Right. right. So it... it you kind of go on, you kind of listen. You just kind of listen to what they're saying, that the officiant is going to say something. Generally, they'd be the first right, person. Right, they're going to be the first person to say, yeah. you know, we're now announce, pronounce you partners for life yeah. or, you know, just just keep your ears open and listen. Exactly, exactly. As, 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 a, as a professional MC, mm-hmm. um, that is a big question that I mm-hmm. have to tackle when I am coordinating uh, with my couples. It's like, hey, how do you want to be introduced? Right. And, and you know what's funny is, is nowadays it's not even the LGBT uh, couples. It's, it's my straight couples because, right. uh, you know, well, hey, we're not taking each other's last names or we've right. hyphenated or <sighs> I don't want to be referred to as his wife or whatever. Right. There's so many situations. So it's really bottom line that the one thing I've learned is communication is the key. Mm-hmm. And then as a guest, when you're going to a wedding and you don't know, maybe you don't know them that well, and, and you're saying, oh, how, how do I address them? Listen. It, it's it, it's the best thing. And then mm-hmm. second most to, to listening is ask. Yeah, ask. Because it, it's okay to ask. Some For some people, this is undiscovered territory. For right. others, you know, we've, we've done it a bunch of times. Right. And, and, you know, we've, we've experienced just about everything there is to experience. But it's it's every, you know, there, there, there's a, I'm, I'm staring at a comic book, so I just have to make this reference. <laughs> Stan Lee uh, was quoted as saying that every comic book is somebody's first comic book. So whenever he would edit comic books, he would always make sure that they're written so that you don't just go in assuming you know everything about the characters and the story that's already been set up. You have to kind of reestablish that. Comic book uh, writers get very... you know, re- really get into like telling the story very quickly in one or two panels of what's happened up till now. Okay. Uh, so at the same time, every wedding situation may be somebody's first wedding situation that they've been to. Mm-hmm. So bottom line is, you know, if it's your first time going to a gay wedding, going to a lesbian wedding, ask right. and just, Hey, how do you guys like to be introduced? You know, how, how do you like to be uh, referred to? Or you might just, you know, Perk up your observation skills. Yeah. And listen, hopefully listen. they're hopefully they've hired a professional MC and a really good officiant who will, you know, answer those questions. Yeah, answer for those you questions right, for right you off the top. Without you having to ask. Yeah. I, I know for, for example, um, when I'm introducing a couple I, well, first of all, this <laughs> this goes for gay and straight couples. I, I like to introduce people by their names. Mm-hmm. I don't like to use titles. Titles is impersonal. When you say the bride and groom, it's like, uh, you know, and like you said, not everybody is, it might not be bride and bride. There mm-hmm. might be a masculine and a feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I, you know, I, I just call them by their names, right. you know, that's the, always the, the safest yeah. route anyway. The difference <laughs> is if, it, if it's a real equal couple, you might say, you know, this is, uh, is, you know, Christina 
and Jennifer the first time I introduce them, and the second time I introduce them, say Jennifer and Christina, mm-hmm. and it's 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 just as uh, you know, nice. yeah, it's there's there's You're different so ways smart. to get around it. You're well, so smart, Dave. You know, I've I've been trained by the best. What can I say? So, well, awesome. That was was there anything else that you had on on? That? I think yeah. I, I think, think we've, that's. I think we were good. I we've think... we've we've put the put the nail in this one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's not an incredibly uh, long conversation. Um, I think if we were to start going into traditions and and what you can and can't do, well, there's, again, there's, no rules, yeah, yeah, no rules. But really but, rules, but that would be a whole nother podcast. That might be a longer one. But right. maybe we'll, we'll consider that for a future podcast. Sounds like talk about traditions. Well, um, hey, for those of you who are interested in who we are. Amaris, why don't you tell people a little bit about you and how they can get a hold of you? Well, I am Amaris, and you can get a hold of me um, on my website, and it's interlacedevents.com or right. Facebook. That's another great at interlaced, interlaced events. events. I like and, it. Um, yeah, and you, and you are a wedding planner. I am a wedding planner, Extraordinary. Yes. Again, I have to who go. Loves this the may design. Be, this may be somebody's first podcast right. they've ever heard us on, Forgive so they, they don't know who we are. Yes, uh, I'm a wedding planner who loves design. Yes, and I've seen your designs, and they are fantastic. Thank and, you. And my name is Dave Mancini. I am an MC DJ. Well, I did say officiant, too, but yes. you know, that's that's for people who, who know me. Great. <laughs> if, if they want me to do that, too. But mostly it's MC and DJ. Uh, you can find me at Dave Mancini, MC DJ. I'm uh, on .com. I'm yeah. on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm everywhere. You're family. everywhere because yeah. yeah. you're amazing. Well, and, and my wife is amazing and runs oh, my social media. Yes, so she there is amazing, go. too. <laughs> we've, we've gotten that. So <laughs> that's us, uh, our Wedding You podcast. So for the Wedding You podcast, my name is Dave. And I'm Amaris. And may your wedding be as beautiful as you are. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.